Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, hello. Hello. I <laughs> genuinely want to ask you what you've done today because it's a public holiday, everyone, and we were about to chat about what we were doing and then I said, no, let's just hit record. Yeah, I um, caught up with some friends for a picnic, which was oh, nice. nice. Yes, I got to see my best friend's daughter who has turned one and she was born in the pandemic and I've seen her, you know, less than I can count on two hands, but it was her birthday. We bought her baby Camilla and now she's the most stylish child in the world. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so stupid but also the best. Oh, my God, I love that. Um, What did you do today? I would have almost oh. guessed that you would have seen her under five times, like on one hand. Like that's ridiculous that you've – I know it's ridiculous that it's been like a year and you've only seen her, you know, under ten times. But with all of these lockdowns, I'm shocked that you managed to get more than five and I'm impressed. I think it's probably roughly six, so it's not a lot more than five. Yep. Some people yeah. might be able to count that on one hand. <laughs> Some may, yes. Some may. <laughs> um, I've actually had quite a good day. I – was bored by like 9.30, which is never a good sign. In the morning? Yeah. You know okay. those days? Because I, I was like, literally, what am I doing today? Like, yeah. nothing. So I got woken up by a dog transport man being like, I'm going to be at such and such location at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, mm. okay, cool. So I um, got up and I got ready. And I'm just going to ask you this. Is there like – a direction from your house that you don't go. So, like, I live in, like, the southeastern suburbs, right? And so I'm always going in. You know, I'll head in to, like, South Yarra or whatever. I'll head in to, like, Carlton area, into the city. Yeah. And I'll also go, like, Ringwood Way, like, up. But never do I come out of my house and go southeast, ever. Oh, never. No, no. I would never, ever go. I really never take the Monash Freeway unless I'm going okay. to Chadston. So, yep. like, that's kind of the area where I just don't. If I'm going in the areas where I might need to take the Monash, I'll just go up the eastern and then drive through Turak. Like, I'd rather yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So, I had this realisation today where I had been driving for eight minutes. And you were like, this is so far away, am I? <laughs> and I turned to the left and it was like police paddocks and there was horses everywhere. And I just had no idea where I was. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was like the next to the Monash Freeway and horses. And I was just like, it's really weird that I'm mm, two suburbs away and I have no idea where I am. And I've lived in the same suburb since I was born and I've never <laughs> been here, ever. I felt like Zoolander, like he never turns right. I had never turned right. <laughs> anyway, I went down that way to pick the dog up and she's very sweet. Her name is Biddy. I didn't name her. Then I had two Bunnings click and collects. Had to go to two separate Bunningses to get my things. And then I planted said things. I bought some basil. I accidentally bought curly parsley. I know. I heard you say you throw it out, oh, but no. I would have kept it. You should have given it to me. I'll give it. Do you like curly parsley? I'm not opposed to any kind of parsley. I only like flat leaf. <laughs> so you can have it. It's a, I bought a big plant too. Okay, great. I haven't thrown it out. You can take that. Oh, did I? Oh. No, I don't think so. You can have my parsley. Planted some Tommies and did a run and then I put my plates up on the wall so I've had quite you did a, a run day. yes I'm shocked that you did a run you've been so unrun motivated I've been really unrun motivated because my pe- my feet have been peeling 
to such a degree. This also, my feet got me down today because I just feel disgusting because my feet are so hideous and Brenton's really repulsed by me at the moment. I'm really <laughs> repulsed by me. It's just like a lot. And like literally everywhere I go, I'm leaving piles of skin and I just, ha- I hate myself. So I haven't been running because I feel really weird about my feet and I feel like I can't run with them. And um, I can <laughs> confirm that I should have felt weird because I just went for a run, obviously so much friction in my shoe that when I stood in the shower, I was like, oh, what's under my foot? And then I, <laughs> I, turned, <laughs> I turned it over and it was like, honestly, like six centimetres of skin coiled up concertina style under my foot and I had to just like peel it off and put it on the drain. <laughs> so I'm genuinely concerned about if I'll have any foot left after 21Ks next week. You won't. Absolutely not. Anyway, concerned. you'll be you'll have like raw nubs like when you cut your fingernails back too far. That's what it's going to yes. feel like on your feet. Legit, that is exactly what it does feel like when you like pull a callus too far too. Mm. But see, the only- that happened last night. <laughs> yeah, see, there's been a lot of good in my life. And oh, I didn't even mention, I also went to Alex's hood and went um, to Jeffrey's Provadore. Oh, to jealous. Buy, to buy chocolate mousse and just like I didn't know what I wanted to buy grocery-wise and I was like, I'm going to go to a new supermarket for fun. And it was fun. I had a great time. It is fun. Yes. I couldn't – that could not be my local supermarket because I spent $150. I do it every week. It's the only thing that keeps me happy. Yeah, that's fine. There's another one in – there's a new one that I want to visit in Mount Eliza because that's now within my 10Ks from Mornington. Yeah, um, yeah. Two fancy grocery store supermarkets over there. So I'm going to pop down maybe tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say I don't know at what age I started liking fancy supermarkets, but it's actually been from quite My a long whole life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was always Leo's for me when I was younger. I used to love Leo's, um, but Leo's was a real treat for me when I was like at my friends that live in that area. Here we had Thomas Ducks at the Glen. Thomas Ducks was great too. Thomas Ducks was lit and it's absolutely devastating that Thomas Ducks went under. Yeah, speaking of Survivor, (laughs) it's filled up my cup. Also, when I was on my run, the reason that I felt like going for a run is because I was listening to, on the Ringer Podcast Network, they have like a reality channel and Mm -hmm. they're they're doing a Survivor podcast. And it's Tyson, who apparently is quite controversial, but I love Tyson. Mm. Tyson's running it. It's a one-hour and 50-minute podcast about the two-hour episode of Survivor, literally. Chills, literal chills. <laughs> so good. So that kept me running. So much good in the world. And also looked up the weather for next Friday, which was supposed to be my wedding day, or this Friday as you're listening. 16 and with a 70% chance of rain. Suck on that. So is that bad? Oh, because you're oh, because it's not your wedding day and it's I'm gonna getting, rain. Yes, it's gonna that rain. Is good. It's gonna rain on my wedding day. You are next level pep and I have a gluten hangover to write home about because last night we finished recording the podcast and survival was on. I had 10 minutes to get to McDonald's and back because I decided I needed to gluten bomb myself. I wanted to eat Mm. junk food and it was the only fast food option available. I regret every decision that was made yesterday. I have not felt this bad and this gluten hungover in such – I can't remember the last time I ate as much gluten as I just ate. I am paying for it. That sucks. sucks. I know. And not, guys, I always have to preface this because I really hate the Sarah's days of the world and that, you know, oh, I can't eat gluten. It's like, no, you actually just are fearful of carbs. We both have genuine actual issues with our body that make gluten give us brain fog and like inflammation headaches and whatnot. Anyway, it's fucking worst. I empathize. I'm going to get Nene fried chicken tonight and it's going to. Oh, girl. 
feel really, really good and then really, really bad. And oh. I've had a lot of sort of um, butt-related trauma in the last week, so I am excited to see how it ends. It's going to end with you doubled over on the toilet after yeah. an emergency run, like guaranteed. But that's fine. I predict that and you can prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, let's move into the episode because yes. – that's what these episodes are supposed to be about. So people told us they want the banter. We should they, true. Whilst we're here, we should also talk about the fact that everyone said to us, "We really like your mini episodes. They're really great." But like, we want you to banter more, and we want them to go for an hour. First of all, they're not going to go for an hour. Like, I'm really sorry. We love you, but that's a drive to Warnable worth of podcast editing every week, and I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> unless you were driving to Warnable that someone was driving you and then it would be an excellent use of your time and productivity. <laughs> yes. Also, a lot of you asked us to review more drugstore products and we love you, but we don't love drugstore products. So. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I'm open to trying like, Good you ones. know, ColourPop and like, you know, the Rimmel Wonder Cloud that we'll try. Yes, like you will get a spattering and we will try things that interest us, but – we, we're luxury leaning at best, pretty much exclusively luxury. And secondly, we hate waste. And so we're yeah. not going to buy things that are cheap because people like to hear things that are cheap and then never use them again. I find that really wasteful and I would rather, and it's more economical for me to not buy something for four weeks and then buy something that's like double the price point or something that's a price line. So yes, we hear you. Yes, we will like cater to those. But when you say, I want to hear more drugstore things, Send us through if there's something that's trending. Yes. You know, that you want us to try. Like when we heard about the got to be brow gel and stuff, that piques our interest. But if mm. it's just like another Maybelline launch mascara, like I, I can't do it. Yeah. You know? 100%. I was just going to say exactly that. So thank you so much. Oh, great. Words right uh, out of my mouth. <laughs> speaking of mascara. Yes. Now, the people did want to hear about this one. This is probably one of the most requested product trials we've had, actually. I feel like we got tagged in this a lot. Yes, this week we are trialing the or discussing the trial of Lauren Curtis's new brand Lounge Face and this is the Lounge Face Lash Tubing Mascara. Now, I think that we may have discussed like the brand launch on one of our main episodes. Mm-hmm. I will say I hate the name. Yeah. Also, it's really hard to say Lounge Face Face Lash. See, I almost stuffed it up then. Yeah. I don't really get lounge face. It doesn't it doesn't sound nice coming out of my mouth. I don't really get it. But whatever. That's well, fine. The story behind it is if anyone hasn't watched her thing, lounge face is like loungewear is comfort and so therefore she created lounge face because it's meant to be makeup that you wear that's comfortable and like you can just throw it on and it doesn't feel like a faff kind of thing. That's the story. Yeah, I get that. But- yeah. Call it something else. I know, yeah. Call it relax lash. I don't care. Call, yeah, off <laughs> off duty lash. Like you know, hmm. self care lash. I don't fucking know. Anyway, the pack, <laughs> the design. I guess is. Am I right in saying it's like eight bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the it's like a ugh. like a Nintendo we think gl- Super Mario. Gl- yeah, glitchy text where it's like little pixels. Yep, exactly. I don't hate it. But Elizabeth Makeup Artist messaged when she saw me open the packaging and was like, wow, I hate that. It's not like, it's not super chic, but at least it's kind of different. I don't, yeah, I completely agree. And also looking at it, I kind of went, oh, 
it doesn't it doesn't wow me. I'm not that keen on it. But actually holding the product in my hand, I was a little bit more intrigued by it and I, I liked it a bit more. It's got like a nice soft touch plastic, like the NARS foundation bottle lids, like that yeah. rubberized feel, which is really nice. It feels it feels a bit more luxe than it looks. I agree. And at least the main compartment of it is pink rather than being white rubberized. So it's not super dirty and the top of mine isn't super dirty either. So um, they've, I reckon, done better than NARS in terms of the dirt factor. However, I, I barely wear foundation mm. these days, so that's probably why. Yep. Shall we move into the the price? Oh, and we do need to discuss the fact that shortly after launching, like mm. maybe four or so weeks after launching, they actually changed their pricing structure and put the mascara price up but then made shipping free. And they were super transparent saying, we didn't realize how much shipping was going to cost us. This is by no means for profit. This is so that we can like break even on the shipping. And we thought that you guys would prefer prefer free shipping and then paying a little bit more for each for the product rather than paying more for shipping, whatever. Yeah. I really liked the transparency. I got the logic behind it. I kind of liked hearing the justification for why. A lot of times price raises happen and we just accept it and don't think of it. But I liked I guess it's because it was so early on they needed to, like, explain. Absolutely. And also they had it set up so that you could buy two mascaras and get free shipping, but they obviously realised that probably not a lot of people were doing that. And so, therefore, it does make more sense to put the price up and have one product shipped as opposed to having, yeah, anyway, I don't need to repeat myself. (laughs) Yes, because the free free shipping was only, like, can't remember the pricing. But I think it was $32 when we bought them Mm, or $34, and they've gone up to $37. So then it must have been free shipping over $50. Is that why I bought two? Yep, got it. There we go. Okay, let's move on to the product, shall we? Yes, we shall. So it's a vegan, cruelty-free tubing mascara. Lauren Curtis is very well known for her mile-high, long, separated, some would argue (laughs) spidery-looking length lashes. Mm -hmm. It claims zero smudging and zero transfer all day long. It's scientifically proven to be safe for sensitive eyes. I'm not sure what that means. Scientifically proven? Ophthalmologically tested? Not sure. Uh, And it's made in the USA, even though she's an Australian brand. Um, It is meant to be able to be removed with only, uh, it says, wet lashes so not warm water just water mm-hmm. and 15 seconds of soaking and then you can just wipe it right off interesting mm. i'm staring deeply deeply at the wand to try and describe it and yes. it's a it's a conical wand that's very slightly tapered and it's actually quite clear to see that the bristles they're they're like a, a v-shaped bristle so there's like two hairs going out like like you're doing a peace sign or bunny ears, right? And there's lots of those packed really tightly together. Yeah. And it's um, synthetic. It's like a rubberized wand, but it's not really plasticky silicony. It's one of those rubbery wands that sort of approximate approximates a natural hair bristle, but it definitely is a silicony one. Yep. That's the most in-depth description of a wand you've ever heard in your entire life. Yes, and it's straight. It doesn't have a did we say it was straight? It doesn't have like a bend or a Yes, no wet noodles. No. Um, I would like to say straight on the first use, the mascara itself, normally when you buy a tubing formula mascara, it's quite wet. In fact, when you buy any mascara on first use, very wet. So wet. I would like to say that I noticed not a over 
saturation on the brush. Like it's very not, it was very nicely, lightly coated. I didn't feel like there was gallons that I had to like smudge off the top of the wand. Mm-hmm. And, I absolutely agree. Yeah. And it wasn't too wet on first use. I agree because I got it and I, I ordered the two and because we were not in each other's zones, like travel zones, I was holding it for Alex and I was actually going to text her and say, do you want me to dry it out for 24 hours for you? Because I know that we're psychopaths, but we like to dry our mascaras out. And I thought I'm going to do her a favor. Solid. Yeah, exactly. And, and dry this out for her. But then when I used it, I was like, actually, I'm going to not dry it out for her because it's not, it's a little wetter on the first use than I might like prefer at optimum texture, but mm. it was not disgustingly wet at all. Agreed. Not at all. Interestingly, I also noticed as well, and I'm not sure if it's in every mascara, but this mascara also has biotin in it, which is something that Lauren hasn't spoken about. But I did notice it on the ingredients list because biotin is meant to be, it's vitamin B7 and it's meant to be good for helping with hair growth. So that's interesting. Perhaps they put it in for that purpose and then perhaps realized that they couldn't make that claim and so they haven't made that claim I don't know I'm not going to speculate I'm going to stop myself right there I would argue that you may be on the money though because why else would she not have mentioned it yeah yeah and and then yeah why would you put it in if it if it doesn't do anything I don't yeah know. I from first use of this was like I don't hate how this makes my lashes look the wand is a little bigger than what I would like for my bottom lashes, mm. but it's not a huge wand. I'd say it's straight down the middle on a, a mid-sized wand. It sits in yeah. the middle, which I guess it's a crowd-pleaser brush, I would say. Yeah. I find that as long as I use it horizontally, as you typically would with a mascara, and wiggle through, it gives me quite a bit of volume and not too much volume the whole way along. So when I see Lauren Curtis wear it and some of the photos that are reposted, the the volume goes from the base to the tip of the lash. So they're quite spidery because they're just like multiple lots of little cylinders. Mm. I like my lashes to be thick at the base and then taper off more like a, each individual little cone of lash. Yep. And I find as long as I do like less pressure at the ends and like wiggle my brush through, I can get that separation so that they're not spidery at the tip because I hate a spidery tip. So that was comforting. Mm. I find it a little hard to use my bottom lashes because it is wet and it does apply quite a lot of product. So I literally just like kiss them. But I'm going to go out with a big claim and say this is the most volumizing tubing mascara that I have used because I generally find that they're great for separation and length, but you get very little volume from a tubing mascara. And if you do, it's like a bit like wet clumpy. Yes, I agree. I think that the brush itself, I was surprised with as well. Normally I don't like a silicone brush and the Kevin Aquan ones aren't. And that's kind of like my gold standard tubing mascara, I would say. So I did find like, if you get a little bit too close to the root of your lash, it's got a little bit of that spiky on your like inner waterline situation. Mm -hmm. And I did accidentally coat my inner waterline at one time, which then resulted in me like (sighs) having to not die because I had mascara in my eyeball. That's the worst because you're like, don't blink, but you can't not blink. And then you blink and then you see the black just like flood across your iris and you're like, oh, this is Oh no, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that the formula itself I was initially skeptical about because I'm used to working on a few coats and I found with most tubing mascaras that I can go a couple of coats. Like you go right eye, left eye, right eye kind of thing. You can go back in. 
And that's often necessary as well with a tubing mascara when you first get it and it's a little bit wetter because you kind of need to like let it dry a little bit, add a bit more chunk and then go in again. With this one, I found it dried very rapidly, like very fast, more fast than any other mascara that I've used in a very long time, Mm. which means that you can't really recoat. You've kind of got to nail it on the first application. Yep. With that being said, though, I would argue because it's a drying, it, it dries down faster and I would argue it's a drier formula once set, I think it would be better at holding a curl for someone who would like to use a tubing, tubing mascara but generally finds that it doesn't hold their lashes in a curl mm. as nicely. Interesting. Yeah, mm. I agree with like it's a more of a one and done mascara but because it does give you more visually than what others do I'm okay with that Mm. um you know how I said I only like to use it horizontally I find if I go in like I'm pointing it at my face Mm. like perpendicular I don't know whatever you know how sometimes you might try and like separate a lash by using the tip of the brush Mm. I find that gave me clumpy lashes so I really have to use it like sideways not front on or else it deposits a lot of a lot of product and I would say that the people that are posting the very spidery lash are are doing it sort of that way and separating each individual lash with the end of the brush and that's what gives you like a spidery lash so there is options for you but I I find like with the Kevin Aquan say it's got such a tiny wand that when you flip it and use the end of it it's like using a little cotton bud to like separate your lashes and it works really well whereas this doesn't but that's okay I'm okay with that and we're comparing this to like a 42-ish dollar mascara and it's like what did we say it was like 32 37 okay oh it's not that much cheaper I mean I think Kevin O'Connor probably sits closer to 45 so it's probably around 10 dollars cheaper ish but yeah I see what you're saying I would wonder and I can't speculate because I don't have this situation, but for shorter lashes, I do wonder how you would go getting them nice and separated. Oh, it's 40 for Kevin Aquan. Okay, yeah. I'm wrong. Wow, they're really in the same ballpark then. Mm. Yes, for shorter lashes, I do worry that you wouldn't be able to get the length of separation at the tip that you need to not end up with the clumpy spidery lashes. I just feel like mm. mine in parts when I – because my eye envy is kind of like wearing off and a bit crap at the moment. So my lashes aren't as long as they usually are. I did have to wrestle with it a little bit. And I Mm. wonder if you had shorter lashes, if it would be something that wouldn't give you quite the separation that you wanted. But like I said, I can't speculate. Yeah. the I'm going to give you like a a bit of my final thoughts. When I put this on, I was like, this meets – Sort of almost the lash that I have when I use like Damn Girl, for example, by Too Faced, but it has the longevity of Kevin Aquan, which I love but gives me a more natural lash. Yep. And so that for me, very good. I also thought this could be a great wedding mascara for me. I know mm. it's a being and not waterproof, but because the thing with Kevin, the the style that it gives me is I've got good lashes anyway. So it's volumized, but it's not a lot. And it's not the kind of mascara I want to be wearing when I put individual lashes in because I want a stack of volume so that you can hide them in there. Mm. But then it can look a bit too like piecey if you use a too natural mascara. So I'm like, mm, okay, I like that. And then the biggest test for me comparing it to my Holy Grail, which is the Kevin, which mm. we've now found out is approximately only like 3 or $4 more. Um, and you can get with free shipping. So, mm-hmm. oh no, oh. but you can with the Lounge Face now too. Okay, all right. It's still coming out like... cheaper. Mm. I was like, does it remove like the Kevin? Because we've tried quite a few tubing mascaras in the last year. 
Yep. And they have either come off like a normal mascara or they have come off in weird like stringy bits. But or like in tiny flakes, like tiny yes. clumps. Mm. Yes. And then I've also had like the Mecca Max Zoom Lash that flaked on me. So I've had things that have claimed to be tubing mascaras but have either not worn as a tubing mascara or not really removed as a tubing mascara. And that grinds my gears. This removes like Kevin. Yeah. It doesn't smudge in any way. It comes off in little spidery things and that's incredible. And I'm going to say that at the moment I could grab a Kev or I could grab this and they're pretty much on par. In fact, I like how this makes my lashes look volumized and I think that this is the best tubing mascara that we've tried this year and it may be equal to Kevin and it may surpass Kevin at some point. Yep, I would completely agree. I was just going to comment on the removal and also touch on the fact that, yes, I agree with everything that you said. I have had a weepy time of late and do find that it does remove with tears. Yeah. So probably not the best one for like a funeral. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's not going to run down your face. You also will lose chunks of your eyelashes when you use this mascara. So just keep that in mind. Sorry, I shouldn't say you'll lose chunks of your eyelashes. You'll lose chunks of mascara, which will make your eyelashes look sparse. (laughs) Yes. Actually, now that you say that, I find with a lot of tubing mascaras, when you touch them, they feel like quite set and waxy and weird. And the same goes for waterproof. This still felt like fluffy on my lashes. And you know how sometimes when you're wearing Kevin, you can't not like you want to pull them off once you start touching them. Do you know what I mean? I do. If you knock your eye, sometimes even though it's been hours since you've applied it, your lashes will like stick together. Yeah. I found that there was less of that with this. Yes, I do agree, but my gripe with it compared to Kevin, which is really only a me issue, is that I'm such a picker of mascara. Like at the end of the day, I'll just start like pulling it off. And this, you will actually pull your lashes out because it dries so hard to your lash that it really doesn't, it really doesn't remove. And Kevin, you can like kind of wiggle off and pull off if you're being a fiddly bitch like me. Oh, that's like a pro and con for some because some people yeah. probably would do that and damage their lashes. But with this, if they don't get the satisfaction, they actually just pull their lash out. Maybe they won't fiddle. So there you go. It depends on your. Or you'll be like me and you'll just bulge yourself slowly one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, it depends on a scale of like zero to trichotomania where you sit. Yeah, I'm like a 98. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this an A+. Plus. I think yep. it's a really good product. She's done exactly what it says. She's taking on the best in the biz yep. and she's come in at a slightly lesser price point at Australian made and it's nope. as good if not better. Made. You know what I mean though, like uh, the business is Australian yep. Um, and yeah, really good, can recommend. The only thing that's a little bit annoying is that like you can't pop into a store and pick this up like you can with the Kev at Mecca, but yep. that's okay. Agreed. I would also give it an A plus and I yeah. am intrigued to see what she's going to bring out next because if it's at this quality, then hey, I'm here for it. You are welcome to join the party, Lauren. That's true. I'm nervous about the next launch, but I think that now we need to try it because this has impressed us. Agreed. A plus, Lauren, you heard it here first. Yeah, a rare A plus. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yes, thank you so, so much. Next product trial, we will be talking about the rock naturals toothpaste which is going to be an interesting one for us it is and let me just say that it is currently two days until our fun run extravaganza begins yep it runs from friday the first of october to sunday the second of october yep no no the third how maths works no yep 
And as long as you post a story that shows some form of tracking app that shows that you have either done 10 kilometer walk or run or a 21.1 kilometer walk or run, we will send you a sticker sheet and we will also be very thankful for your community vibes. Yes. Uh, so we'll work out a way that you can get us your addresses. Please do not send us your addresses in our DMs. We don't want them. I'm not collating a spreadsheet. I'm making a tool that will do that for us. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. 